Good morning. So uh, Jan asked me earlier this week um, to give a response, a uh, testimonial, uh, to our segments or our sessions on asking and learning. And um, at first I wondered if she was texting the wrong person, and, but before she had a chance to respond, I just said yes. So, <laughs> but I know it was probably purposeful. So, um, but in that instant of her asking, just a flood of things came through my head. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then I realized later in the week as I was writing this that um, there's no shortage of topics that Laura and Jan can talk about. This is like, or how do you, how do you filter it down? Because you could talk for hours if you really wanted to. So, and I know I can talk for hours. So, um, yeah, maybe, maybe. So, so but I thought I did pretty good. So I kept it, kept it to three pages. So, um, one of the thoughts that came to uh, the forefront for me was um, these values of asking and learning, or listening, um, had precursors. Um, and postcursors, that there's things associated on the front side of asking, before asking, and then after listening. There's things before and after that. And it's because in order to ask, you have to have a question. Um, and once you have a question um, and you've asked it, um, after, after that, there's going to be a response that you should um, will or should listen to. Uh, and from there, you will most likely respond with another question or provide a statement that someone will respond to with um, asking another question or commenting until that topic is complete. And we typically call this a conversation. So, that, so after listening, there is a conversation that, that then begins to occur because you've gone through one cycle of this start of a conversation. We as humans have been given the gift of free will, which allows us to question topics throughout our existence here on Earth. This gift allows us to start a conversation with the Lord or with each other. A conversation in the end leaves you with a choice no matter how significant or mundane it may be. Um, you as a person will form an opinion about a topic and move forward down a path with that opinion until a conversation either reinforces that opinion or it shifts your opinion to something else. All of this sounds really simple and matter-of-fact in concept. However, in practice, it can be one of the most difficult things to do well, depending on what the topic is. In other words, the ancient road we choose referencing Jeremiah 6.16, may be rough or have caution signs literally everywhere because it may not be, it's an ancient road, it's old. It might be broken down. Um, think Princess Bride. That was not a safe road through the forest that they went through. A lot of big rodents. Um, that, that popped into my head as well. Like I said, lots of thoughts. <laughs> lots of thoughts. Um, but it, it's not necessarily an easy road. It's ancient, yes. It's the path we should choose, yes. But will it be easy? Maybe not. More than likely, it's probably going to be pretty hard. 
We make things difficult on ourselves. So that's part of it as well. So here's a few ways it can be so um, as far as being rough and uh, potentially tough to have a conversation. Asking a question can be uncomfortable at times. It may not get, get asked because of, because of that, um, which will leave somebody questioning. And someone, and someone else who, was, who didn't know they were going to get a question, unaware that there was a question. You can leave yourself in a holding place because of that with God, not to ask. Standing still at a crossroads, directionless. So not taking that path, not taking a path at all. Standing there, wondering, afraid, listing. If you happen to ask a question, get to that asking point. Listening, man, it's even tougher. <laughs> Listening is someone's response, uh, to someone's response is a difficult thing um, in general. And to do it in a world that pushes us for immediate responses on all things makes that even more difficult. Everything is just has to be now, now. I don't have time to listen. We too often interrupt our friends, coworkers, and loved ones, and the Lord, with responses, good and bad, can be good responses, before they even have a chance to finish their thought and what they have to say. I'm definitely guilty of this. This, it's tough. I want to fix things. Like our voices, we all too often interrupt our heart as well and our, and our soul with our mind. I think you might have said that a couple weeks ago. Something to that context, but it stuck with me. That is a lot to consider, and I told myself uh, it can be brutal some of the time having conversations. But the more that you question, ask, listen, and respond, and then repeat, the better understanding you will have, we will have, of each other and the Lord. The Lord will provide us answers. The more we question, the more we ask, the more we listen, the more we have conversation. What this reflection has helped me clarify or confirm is that I have never really had a problem starting a conversation, if many of you may well know me. I talk a lot, um, and I can talk to anybody. I'll never, I've never met you before. Let's have a conversation about something. I don't care. I always have something to say. Um, and I don't have a problem ending a conversation either. I got to go. <laughs> it's good to see you again. Did that person actually say something, or was it just me talking the whole entire time? Probably me talking the whole entire time. I am guilty of that as well. Somebody asked me recently how long it takes me to leave a get-together, a party, or something like that, and I said, it depends on how many people are there. I said, but, you know, hour, two hours. Laura, I think you may have asked me that. Several people asked me that question, <laughs> and it's true. My wife said, how long does it take uh, or we're only going to our friend's house for a couple of hours, and I said, Are you, do you realize I'm going? Like, that's not enough time. <laughs> They've got to say a couple sentences, too. <laughs> um, 
But in the middle, again, is that listening. In the middle of that conversation, after the beginning, before the end, there's listening. And that is the bulk of a conversation, is listening to someone speak. And listening actively um, is a new adventure for me. And I sometimes, as I already said, maybe often, am not good at it. But I think what this, these sermons have taught me, or what I've started to listen to myself a bit about, is that I need to do better at that. Because if I'm not listening, and I'm fixing, or making things happen in my head, scenarios, then I'm not really getting what that person is talking about, or what the Lord is talking about. So I can't really fix it well if I'm not listening. Or I can't understand well if I'm not listening. Our values of asking and listening are essential to our conversations with God, ourselves, each other, and every other person we encounter. If we can fill that center with courage, patience, compassion, and grace, we, you, me, will find ourselves on an ancient path using those things. Um, I also pulled a, um, another verse um, because uh, Jeremiah 6.16 was in my head with a lot of this. And uh, Psalm 30, I'm not a big reader like many of us are here. Um, so, but I, I, did, I did a little research. And uh, it's Psalm 32, verse 8. And it says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my loving eye on you. So not only is the Lord there to listen, but he's there to counsel. And we should take advantage of that. It is a gift. He provides gifts for us in so many ways. So I think to, to wrap this up, I think it's amazing that these are our core values, that asking and listening are what we are trying to achieve as a church. Not everybody has that ability. Not, not every church focuses on asking. Sometimes it's looked down upon to ask. You shouldn't be asking. So to be in a place that brings that, opens that door for us as a people I think is just wonderful. I think it's needed. And for as polarized as our nation is, on you name it topic, right? Um, That if we do these things of courage, patience, compassion, grace, it will allow us to listen to what's being said. And we may not agree with it. We may not agree with what somebody's saying, but at least we understand what they are saying. And that will bring us present to the situation. It will make us peaceful in our hearts, and it will make us a better people. So with that... I'm going to steal something from Franklin's song earlier. 
is for us to remember that the Lord is the painter and we are the painting. He is the shepherd, we are the sheep. He's the father, we are the children. And he is a lover and we are beloved. And I think if we remember that and we listen to our father, it's hard. I think that things will be better. Thank you.